You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information envy ye and Charlemagne. everybody that's anybody comes to the breakfast club you know you give voice to people that would be voiceless right now your show has the pulse of the culture yeah everyone smells rich <laughs> and successful Where y'all at now can't nobody tell y'all non-stop entertainment the breakfast club wake, wake, your, wake your punk ass up Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Voice cracked a little bit, you right? No, I'm I'm hurting today. I had a crazy workout yesterday, and the the kids was. Up all last night. You know, you know, we got a seven month old at the crib, mm-hmm. and then we got a three year old, mm-hmm. and both of them were going back and forth last night. It was really? Ba- oh, they was battling last night. Was having bad dreams, or I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you said <laughs> they were up. I'm asking why they were up. You know, it's, they it's, say they have bad it's, dreams. It's little or... things, little things like you know, turn the hallway light on, or you know, put the put my blanket on. Little little stuff like that. Mm. You know, no bumps in the night. That's no. all. Bees like that sometimes. That's it. Bees like that. Nothing a little uh, Palo Santo and meditation can't solve. Oh. So what I a could... good massage. That would be nice, too. You got the shirt on. You feel like doing a little something this morning? Got a little, little left shoulder. Got a little tightness. Don't come loosen me up. This is not that type of shirt, sir. I don't know what play, kind of places you go know. into when men wear this type of shirt to give you a I massage. I don't know why you dress like that this morning. I don't know whether to ask you for a massage or a drink order. <laughs> he looks like a Miami bartender. This is, I got my Miami Vice on today. Dominican you know I mean? bartender from Miami. Yeah, well, I got to be Dominican. I ain't got white jeans. I ain't got white jeans on. I almost wore white jeans today, but I didn't wear white jeans. You got something today. to do this morning or something? Yeah, where are you going? To, I got things to do after the show. Oh, okay, okay. You know. Still, you really are dressed like a bartender. I'm still on this, right this, this book tour thing, so I got a uh, we got a, a bunch of things to do after the show. So it's like okay, a chic okay. casual look. Yeah, chic casual. That's that's what I'm going for today. I don't even know what that means. I salute the chic loops. Drop the clues, bombs, the chic loops. She do be casual. She wear t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Fitty caps. Yeah. She be casual. Salute you know, to my guy, Sheik Loose. Got things to do after LOX. the show. Um, 
what I was going to say. Oh, Saucy Santana will be joining us this morning. Yes, yes he will. Yeah, now I love me some Saucy Santana, mm-hmm. so I'm excited for that one. Yeah, so we're going to kick it with Saucy Santana. I was uh, mad I didn't get to meet Saucy Santana. I, I, we were in the same venues a couple of times in Atlanta when I was DJing or I was uh, getting something to eat, but I, I never met. And they hit me after the interview, Saucy. like, did Saucy mention to you that he's uh, met nah, me before? And nah, I was like, no. <laughs> no, nah, I never met him. I, I, I've been in the same building with him. In Atlanta. In, in Atlanta. And um, we just never met each other, so it was just so odd. So why would he mention you? No, because I see we, we sat next to each other, tables next to each other, but we just never spoke. Why do you say I didn't hi? I just didn't know him. I don't, I don't go speak to people I don't know unless we, you know. You do really? know him, though. You know that Saucy Santana. <laughs> I say, hey, Saucy. Yeah, well, hey, Saucy, how's it going? Yeah. N- nah. I would, you know, the, you need the proper introduction. You appreciate sometimes. him. He said he got a special announcement, too. Today. Okay. Yeah, so I'm saying Something that's never been heard anywhere before. He's going to break some news. That's pretty cool. That's dope. Okay. And I'll shout to Sway, the OG, the legend Sway. Hey. Sway. I was on Sway's show yesterday. That's why I couldn't do the interview with uh, Saucy Santana. But shout to Sway. I also seen Kelly Rowland yesterday, too. Mm-hmm. She said she's going to be popping up, I think, she's this week or next book. week. Yeah, she got a kid's book coming out. So she said she's going to be popping up this week as well. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Well, Derek Chauvin is asking the court to overturn his conviction in George Floyd's death. That's I'll not how this works. What his rationale is. My goodness. We All don't right. want to be there no more. But, hey, we don't care. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Sexy mother. Morning, on, everybody. Don't it's start DJ too early MV. in the morning I'm to be flirting with me. I'm not talking Who else I'm would you be yelling sexy mother at for two myself, in this room? Myself. Well, that's a little bit much. <laughs> right. Morning, everybody. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Now, the Warriors eliminated the Nuggets last night, uh, 102.98, and the Bucks eliminated the Bulls, 116.100. Every, uh, everything went according to plan last night. Steph had 30, Giannis uh, at 33. We knew that was going to happen. We knew the Bucks was going to advance. We knew the Warriors was going to advance. All right, and all my Giants fans, we have the fifth and seventh pick of the NFL draft. What's your pick? Y'all I don't know. No. Okay, it don't matter for y'all anyway. Y'all ain't going nothing. Relax. Dallas Cowboys. Drop on the clues bonds for the Dallas Cowboys. Don't it don't matter stop, what we do, because we still going to be the most the talked about team regardless. But I, okay? I, Alicia, Alicia's saying that and not saying that you're going to win the Super Bowl this year. You didn't ask me. I'm not going to. Not, it's not time to have that conversation yet. We're talking about the NFL draft, but we will win the Super All Bowl right, next you year. Go. Yee, what else you got? All right, well, Derek Chauvin is asking for the court to overturn his conviction. That's in George Floyd's death. And attorneys have filed a court filing asking for that appeals. Now, according to this filing, they're saying they want the court to do one of three things. Reverse his conviction, reverse his conviction and grant him a new trial in a different venue, or return the case to a lower court for resentencing. He was found guilty in the death of George Floyd on counts of second-degree unintentional murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter and sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison last June. Now, according to Chauvin's lawyers, they're saying that pre-trial publicity, jurors' concerns for their safety, the potential for riots to break out if Chauvin was acquitted and physical threats to the courthouse is what prevented him from getting a fair trial. They're saying oh, really? overwhelming media coverage that exposed the jurors literally every day to news demonizing Chauvin and glorifying glorifying George Floyd. So nothing to do with the eight minute forty six second video right. that everybody mm-hmm. in the world saw. Nothing nothing to do with that. Like that we actually saw you commit the crime. Nothing to do with that, huh? Now, lawyers for Chauvin also argued that his sentence should be reduced as the sentence for someone without a criminal history would have been about 150 months, but he got 270 months. And they said that abuse of a position of authority is not an aggravating factor that would allow for his upward sentencing. Uh Huh? What was that line? I don't know why he doesn't realize what that abuse? what he did. You killed somebody was... in cold blood. 
Right. You, you kneeled on their neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. You didn't think of none of those consequences, you know, when you were doing that because you didn't think there were going to be any. Speaking of abuse of power, because you think that you're a white man who's a police officer, you could have got away with that. But no, that's, that's not how that worked in that situation. All in right. that situation. Well, let's take it over to the war in Ukraine, Russia's war in Ukraine. And Putin has threatened anybody who interferes or intervenes from the outside and poses unacceptable threats of a strategic nature to Russia. He said they should know our counter-retaliatory strikes will take place with lightning speed. He also said that we have all the tools to do this, the kind that no one else can boast of right now, which is referring to the hypersonic missile that they deployed last month. He said we will not boast. We will use them if necessary. I want everyone to know that all the decisions have been made in this regard. He said that quite a few times already. He just keeps threatening. Yeah, I don't know how many times somebody has to threaten people with nuclear weapons before folks take them serious. I don't, you know, I don't know what to do in that situation, but damn. Damn. Like, like, what, are you going to just wait till he uses them? He just keeps doing it. Just keeps poking us in the forehead. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Hmm. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, something's bothering you, or you want to spread some positivity, the phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is King. King, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I just want to say uh, Sunday's my birthday. Happy okay, birthday, okay. Bro. What you doing? You one of them hard-headed Tauruses, huh? Man, yeah, but man, I got a funeral to go to this weekend. Oh, oh, sorry damn, to hear that. Man. Sorry to hear that. But, uh, but afterwards, I'm definitely getting drunk. Because okay. of the funeral or because it's your birthday? Well, you know, a little bit of both. True, true, true. Okay. But, uh, no, uh, I got, um, my wife and I were trying to get a house, uh-huh. and um, they want me to remove disputes from my credit. Okay. I don't know how. Um, There's a couple of ways. You can um actually go online, and they, they show you how to, to do it and how to write the letters and what to put in the letter, and you got to send it to each credit bu- bureau. Or if okay. you, um the credit dude, if you hit the credit dude, uh, his his uh, Instagram is, I believe, the credit dude. He does it for me as well. Like if there's any disputes or if somebody runs your credit, he could dispute it and get it off your credit, and it shoots your credit up a lot. And then you usually, if you got to buy a house, you have to write a letter of why something was on your credit. Like let's say you missed a, a payment because you were out the country, or you missed a payment because you changed bank accounts. He'll help you with that as well. So if you hit the credit dude, he usually helps me with my credit and monitors my credit to make sure everything is A-OK. Because, I mean, it could be something small that'll shoot your credit down a whole lot. Okay, okay. Uh, One more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Since it is uh, my birthday is Sunday, just, you know, since y'all have so many listeners, can y'all just follow me on YouTube? I have a... um, I do open um, trading cards, you know, football, basketball cards. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just need followers. What's the the most expensive card you got? What's the card you got that got the most worth? Uh, Justin Herbert rookie patch autograph is you know it's worth about between five or ten thousand. Oh wow! Justin Herbert? Yeah, Justin Herbert. Oh oh oh! Chargers. Got you. Wow. But yeah, but yeah, the name on YouTube is King of Cards, and the name is Q I N G O F Q A R D S because my name is King. Where you located? Uh, Yeah, this follows. What's up? Where you located? Um, in Dallas. In Dallas. I. You know what? Um, you stay on the line because you know I'm doing a car show. And I would love to have that in, in, in the possible the card show as a vendor. Like some cards where, where you could break down what cards are worth. Because a lot of people are collecting cards. 
So I would love okay. to do something like that. So you, you go on hold and, and um look up the credit dude on Instagram. He'll help you out with your credit. I definitely will. But hold on. A matter of fact, just uh, email. Uh, I just hold on. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo. Hey, what's your name, bro? Um, it is Tion 803, man. Jenkinsville, South Carolina. What's happening, 803? What's up, bro? Jenkinsville. Get it off your chest. Ain't nothing, man. Yeah, but um, I was um, I, I used to work with this little dude, man. I ain't gonna call him no name, but he low key racist. You know what I'm saying? He used to be at the job asking those stupid questions, like, "Why can't I say the N word?" Oh, you know? God. I said, "Go ahead, you can say it. Yeah, you, you cool. Go ahead." So, <laughs> you know, we'll come after that. That's on you. But anyway, yeah, he used to talk about how much he wanted to be a police and everything. And um, like years later, up to today. On the way home, I swear I seen him driving a police car yesterday, man. I said, man, I know they ain't put that man in no, on the floor. So you mad at that man because he fulfilled his dreams and you haven't fulfilled <laughs> yours yet? Huh? Why don't you set some goals and intentions no, for yourself? No, no, I got me, I got me, Charlamagne. I want to holler at you about a few or two, man, but give some time. I'm working on I'm waiting to hear no. you, brother. I want to hear about him. I, 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 but yeah, no, I just, I just make it crazy, man. I need to screen these people a little better, man, because he ain't built for that, man. He real scared. And, man, I don't understand it. Well, give us some more context because uh, a racist person doesn't ask permission to use the N-word. <laughs> so what's the context of him wanting to use the N-word? Hey, really don't nobody. No, no, nobody got permission to use You know what I'm saying? But that's just the type of person he is. Just, I just want to put that out there like that. They, so they, imagine they, him on the police floor. No, I'm with you because there's some culturally coolest white people who hear it in songs and hear us use it amongst each other and they want to be cool and they ask those stupid questions. Well, how come white people can't say it? Hey, but check it out. He, he mixed with Indian, man. I don't get it. It ain't even that. Uh, your phone going in and yeah, out. Your phone going in now, bro. I, I said he Indian. I don't know what that means. He's envy Indian? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think he said he Indian. I was like, what, what, oh. what, what background is that? So he probably don't even see himself as white then. Yeah. Hey, hey. But on the lighter note, man, if I could, I would like to promote my little sister's um, bakery. It's there you go. Mimi Sweet. It's, she based out of South Carolina and Georgia. Hey, man. She A1. But... Just check out on Instagram, Nini's Sweet. It's Nini's underscore Sweet on Instagram, man. Check out Supporter, man. Black woman. We got to okay. do it. I right, respect brother. that, you, brother. Man. Salute to Nene Sweet. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast You know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. 
Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Office Club. your time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or blessed so you better have the same energy we want to hear from you on the breakfast club hello who's this hello hey, this is jeremy hello hey jeremy hello Nigga. hey how y'all doing blessings good morning good morning Peace, man. get it off your chest brother yeah i gotta i got uh, get off my chest is angela Yee. yes why, sir. why would it when it comes to the men sticking up for themselves because of the women abuse, you, you're silent about the cases. What case are you talking uh, about? The, well, you got Johnny Depp. You got all these other men dealing with the ten cases with the crazy women. What's going on with Johnny Depp? Well, you got a crazy white woman for one. <laughs> nah, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case is crazy, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you see that case, you could see that they're clearly abusive yeah. to each other. Even though she yeah. did try to get over on him by writing that op-ed and acting like she wasn't abusive as well. And you see all these other stories. Like what else? About other women. I mean, the Black China well, situation. The Black China. I've been reporting that Black China situation every day. Oh yeah, but I'm talking about the fact that you're, you're talking about the fact that she pulled the gun on on Rob and said she was just playing. Yeah. Yeah, I get. Like, what, I, get I didn't it. say that I agreed I with that. Wine glass, huh? <laughs> I definitely did not say I agree with that. I definitely said we don't play around like that. But there's, I mean, there's a double yeah, standard. You don't play around like that. Yeah, I don't think that that's an innocent thing. That's not a joke. It's clear. I mean, it's clearly a double standard, though. I mean, it's not just Angela Yee. It's just the way that those cases are reported in the media are different when it's a woman doing the abuse versus a man. We know that. Exactly. And, and, and nothing wrong with you, Angela. I, I get it. You, you're trying to stick up for the women because, yes, there is a lot of abuse of men out here and stuff like that. But Lord have mercy when, when you see right in front of your face. You got to be like, yeah. Uh, okay, Jeremy. Okay. Jeremy's right. He's 100% correct. Listen, I have continually said on this radio, I do not put my hands in no man, and I do not say that anybody should put their hands on each other. So it's wrong both ways. So what will make you happy, Jeremy? Yeah, what do you want me to do? I don't think it's, I don't think it's a, just a ye thing, though. I just think that there's a lack of consistency across the board. When it comes yeah, yeah. to these, these type that, of situations. And, and that, I mean, it, that's how it's always been. I, I remember somebody had a, a domestic case and everybody was laughing at him at one time. I mean, that's just yeah. how it is when it comes to things. When it comes to a woman, uh, when right. it comes to a woman abusing a man, it's always going. It's a double standard. It just is what it is. And then we stick up to the men. All of a sudden, now we're abusive. What? We accept the abusive. I just want to say that's that I am a not. woman, and so I do come from things from a woman's point of view. I'm the only woman in this room, so I do. No, do I that and so agree. some things no, are more triggering for me as a woman I try to approach things from an honest point of view I believe in right and wrong regardless exactly. of exactly you know, you know what I, mean? I do believe that black women you know have a lot of uh issues when it comes to that I know a lot of people who have been abused so 
Yeah, but I also feel like every case is different when it comes to anything in this world. But I'll never agree hey, with anybody putting thought... their hands on anyone. I'll never say, oh, yeah, I think Black China's not. right. Yeah. I don't think that. I even said no, that. But if, and you guys, yeah, and you guys have the limelight, and I, I'm sorry, but it was just for me to say what I'm saying is you guys, you, you know. You're just saying it's a double standard. So you want me to be angrier about yeah. it? Is what you're saying? No, no, no. But you got to be understanding just like the guys in the room, which you got to listen to what you're saying. I am understanding. I said that it was wrong. No, Jeremy, you have a good morning, brother. Okay. No, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, times like that, I, I subscribe to the Malcolm X quote. I'm, I'm for truth no matter who tells it. And I'm for justice no matter who it is, for or against. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes, and let's talk about Tim Westwood. Uh, he has stepped down from his show at Capital Extra in light of sexual assault allegations. Uh, and we'll give you the update on that. But you know Tim Westwood from BBC Radio, BBC Radio, One Extra, Capital Extra. There are seven black women who have come forward with their stories of abuse. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, DJ Tim Westwood has stepped down from his show on Capital Extra until further notice, according to the station's parent company. And that is after allegations of sexual misconduct that were made against him by multiple women. Uh, so far, seven women have come forward to talk about their experiences, saying that he misused his position in the music industry to take advantage of them. Three women have accused him of opportunistic and predatory sexual behavior, while four others allege that they were groped by him at events. These women were in their late teens or early 20s when they say the incidents happened. The earliest alleged incident took place in 1992. The most recent was in 2017. One of the women said that someone taking advantage of my, my naivety and lack of confidence isn't something that I should have to carry with shame. Now, Tim Westwood has denied all of these allegations. A spokesperson said they were completely false and denied in their entirety. They said in a career that has spanned 40 years, there have never been any complaints made against him officially or unofficially. Tim Westwood strongly rejects all allegations of wrongdoing. So we will continue to update you on what's happening as uh, this case is continuing on. All right. Now, Terry Crews has talked about some Black Lives Matter tweets that he says now were a mistake. Now, if you guys recall, he had tweeted out defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Like it or not, we are all in this together. If you are a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed and ideology. We must ensure Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. Then he defended himself after the backlash, saying any black person who calls me a coon or an Uncle Tom for promoting equality is a black supremacist because they have determined who's black and who is not. And he goes on to say, please know that everything I've said comes from a spirit of love and reconciliation for the black community first, then the world as a whole. Now, Terry Crews is saying that he wants to apologize. He was on The Daily Show with Trevor Noah yesterday, and here's what he said. I did not want to give the perception yeah. that we're supposed to gloss this over yeah, and, no. and forget the death of George Floyd, the murder of George Floyd. Right. And I, I want to apologize to everyone right now who was ever offended because it hurt. I just wanted peace. 
And I, I guess I, it goes back to my approval. Yes. It goes back yeah. to my need for approval. Mm -hmm. It went back to that. It was a mistake to tweet that out at that time because it's our country. We die and fought, and I'm not giving it away. This is our inheritance. I forgot all about that. Wasn't even thinking about it. But if you felt like you needed to apologize, hey, how mm -hmm. long ago was that when he tweeted that? Um, how long ago? At least a year ago, over a year and a half ago, right? Yeah, so this long was a couple ago. years ago. Mm. Two years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right, now, the cast for The Real Housewives of Atlanta allegedly did not like their original promo shoot, so they went ahead and reshot it themselves and paid for it themselves. Now, an insider went on Twitter to confirm that these ladies did indeed reshoot their photos. Anthony Dominic said, a lot of people are asking me about the Real Housewives of Atlanta promotion. It's true that the women funded this themselves. Bravo had nothing to do with it. In fact, Bravo had no clue they were doing it. The ladies felt they needed to take marketing PR into their own hands for the upcoming season. I respect yeah, it. I respect it a lot, But too. Bravo would have to reimburse me. Okay, what are these promos going to be used for? Nah, them? because they used it, they they paid for it. They didn't like it, so they got to reshoot it. So they paid for it themselves. I respect that. But what, did they, what is it going to be used for, though? To um, promote a show. But on what? They're on television? Already, I'm sure. It's just pictures. I, so when also, they, probably for social media. Yeah. Social media. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the TV network ain't going to go for that. Mm -mm. <laughs> all right, well, the new season does premiere this Sunday, by the way, on Bravo. How you mess up holding a peach? How you can't get good pictures of that? I mean, it could be the way that you look. It could be the lighting. It could be a, a whole host of things. Hoax? Host of things. Oh, host. You said hoax. I said host. You said they was holding apples instead of peaches. We heard you, Andy. You shut up. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. We got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes. A man in Detroit is freed from prison after being wrongfully convicted of kidnapping and rape. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, y'all? It's DJ MV. Make the switch to the General Insurance, and you could save over $500 on your car insurance. Imagine what you could do with that money, right? Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. WWPR FMHD1 New York. An iHeartRadio station. Let me put a little bit of the breakfast club up in your lifestyle. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, now last night the Bucks beat the Bulls 116 100. The Greek mm -hmm. Freak had 33 points, nine rebounds. The Warriors beat Denver 102 98. Steph Curry had 30 points. And the uh, NBA Minute is brought to you by Hennessy, the spirit of the NBA. That Celtics-Bucks series in the second round is going to be uh, one for the books. I think it's going to be a great series. Definitely too. going to seven games. Mm -hmm. I don't know who wins that one. It's a toss-up. I lean I lean towards Milwaukee uh, because of their championship experience, but that's going to be a great one. All right. What you got, Yeezy? All right. A man in Detroit who spent 15 years in prison after pleading no contest to kidnapping and sex crimes in 2007 was exonerated yesterday. Now, the Detroit News reports that Terrence Calhoun, who's now 35, was wrongfully convicted of sexually assaulting one teenager and attempting to kidnap another teen in Detroit in 2006. He was convicted the following year of rape and kidnapping and has since spent 15 years in prison. He is now a free man after a rediscovered rape kit revealed that DNA evidence helped prove he did not commit those sexual assault crimes. And although a 2007 DNA test revealed that he was his 
DNA was not found. His attorney told reporters he wasn't sure why his client wasn't exonerated then. His DNA was tested again in 2019, which showed the same result and ultimately spearheaded his journey toward exoneration. And there'll be no consequences to whoever uh, falsely accused him. Who lied now? That man lost his freedom, damaged his reputation, and all he gets is a my bad. Mm-hmm. And that's why these things will continue to happen because there's never any consequences to people who make these false allegations. All right. I don't understand why with the DNA exclusion, though, that didn't happen back then. It feels like a legal issue in court. If you see that it doesn't match back then, then you test it again in 2019. I'm confused about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Brittany Griner is trending, and that is after it's announced that Russia recently released a U.S. Marine veteran, and she does still remain in custody. According to reports, Russia and the United States have carried out an unexpected prisoner exchange and that is trading U.S. Marine veteran Trevor Reed, who's 30, for a convicted Russian drug trafficker who was serving a long prison sentence in America. Here is uh, what they said about Russia's release of Reed. The release of Trevor Reed, him returning home to his family, receiving the health care that he has long needed, uh, does not change our approach or view, opposition, or uh, the president's intention to... All right. Now, following that announcement, a lot of people went on Twitter like, what is going on with Brittany Griner? She has uh, been detained all of this time since February 17th after they found vape cartridges while searching her luggage. And they said those cartridges contained oil derived from cannabis, which could carry a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison. Here's what they have to say about Brittany Griner. We'll continue to advocate for the immediate and unconditional release of Paul Whelan at every opportunity. And using wrongful detention as a bargaining chip represents a threat to the safety of everyone traveling, working, and living abroad. All right. Well, well you know, I, I saw the good sister Tamika Mallory make a, a, a good point. And mm-hmm. she was saying that, um, you know, they tried to organize an international movement around the release of Brittany Griner because the supporters of the Marine vet organized their people and, and pushed and, you know, uh, everybody's tell- telling folks to be quiet about the Britney Griner situation. They want to negotiate why. behind the scenes. Uh, and, and, and maybe maybe the lack of public pressure is what's causing her to still be, so, be detained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe they, there should be public pressure. Maybe they should stop telling people, you know, not to speak out about it. Maybe they should organize around it. Well, who's saying be quiet? Like, who, who is the they that's saying we need to be quiet? I don't know who behind the, the scenes. Mm. I don't know. I really don't know. Mm. Remember when Lisa Leslie said she was told not to make a big yeah, fuss yeah, about yeah. everybody saying it. They were told not, not to make a big fuss about Brittany Griner's detainment. But why? I, wonder, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder why. And who is the they that's saying that? Because like you said, that the big conversation about the Marine, it seems like it got him released. It seemed like they pushed for that. Mm-hmm. Well, he was in prison for nearly three years already, too, mm. by the way. So it did take some time. Mm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Now, when we come back, Saucy Santana will be joining us. Yes. We Love gonna, it. Welcome like a dog. We're going to kick it with Saucy Santana. I actually, uh, when I was in the club in uh, Atlanta a couple of times, Saucy Santana was at the table next to me, and, I, and we never met each other. You so. said he was at the table next to you twerking. Yeah, he was twerking. And, and I, you wasn't ready to let those cheeks fly, so you didn't even go over there. No, I don't twerk, but he was he was twerking, and I didn't want to you know, interrupt his twerk as he was twerking. You don't, you don't interrupt a man's twerk when they're twerking. So I'm I, with you. Yeah, that'd be hard to like tap somebody while they're in the middle of twerking. Like, yes. Hey, how you doing? So, you know, I just... Yeah, yeah. it sounds like you want to dance. You tap somebody while they're twerking <laughs> and ask them how they want to do it, that means like you want to get up yeah, all behind yeah, them and grind yeah, up on like, them. Like you want to jump in. So I didn't want to jump in. I, so I just, you know, whatever. But Saucy Santana, when we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody.
everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Saucy Santana. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up, Fly Guy? What's going on? You be dressed down. For real? Dressed up. <laughs> Just some material girl shit. You know how it go. You got a stylist? You do it all on yourself? Nah, it's me. Okay, okay. It's mm-hmm. me. Well, looking amazing. Thank you. Of course. We love us some Saucy Santana up here, so that's why I told you. Don't say, y'all, you love Saucy Santana. She I know love, we, I, we, I, I respect what you do, but she talks about you often. Uh, <laughs> my girls hold it down for me. They're the one that put y'all on. But even the music, like, because, look, I can relate to it. I'm not, okay, so a lot of the songs like Material Girls and Walk Em Like a Dog mm-hmm. and all of that, I'm not really like that, but I appreciate it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She like, lying. I'm not. I don't be asking people for bags, and I'm not saying you got to spend this. On, I'm not like that, but I like the feel of it. The feel of it. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever it you need to get it, young, exactly. Whenever you need, to be like, you know what? F- this. Sh- I'm finna turn on some. I'm finna ask some. I'm finna ask some for some sh- today. I do because when I listen to your music, I be like, man, I'm about to be like, yo, I need this bag. I'm saying. <laughs> Does that work? For like, sure. how do you, how do you ask for stuff? Ask. It's on. It's on. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah, you just. You know, you know what I think it is too and um, I think that girls have gotten or either like dudes whoever you just asking for money for we've gotten so used to like the like bossed up like bitch I'm a boss being independent mm-hmm. that um, cause I find myself sometimes I be like bitch I ain't finna ask that like f- that like bitch I could go get buy whatever the f- I want ass close <laughs> mouths don't get fed we learned that we was kids right, ass right. what's the first thing you ever got you ever received a Javinci purse okay. I thought I was the sh- Justin bought that first. <laughs> you love Justin. <laughs> Free Justin. <laughs> Free Justin. Yeah, he had bought me a, a, a Jamaican. Because I had first started rapping, so I still had like the little flea market. Um, shit, and I ain't gonna hold you. He had bought me, he was like, oh, nah, ma, we ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. And he bought me, that was the first thing I got, I think it was like a Javinci purse. And it was, um, what else? It was like a Javinci purse and an NCM sweater. It was some little light shit, but that was like. Oh, it's light shit now. Don't shit. No, yeah, come on. No, no, like, don't it wasn't like back then. Back yeah. then, I was like, oh, <laughs> shit now. But, you know, it's like shit now, but I appreciate it. Now, you are from Bridgeport, Connecticut. I know people affiliate you so much with Florida, with Miami. Yeah, I thought you were from Miami. Wow. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Bridgeport, Connecticut originally, and then I moved to a small town called Perry, Florida. It's 45 minutes outside of Tallahassee, Florida. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to Florida, I'm North Florida. Mm-hmm. Miami is South Florida. Right. One thing about being from Florida, we all the same. So whether we from, I was you from Tallahassee, Jacksonville, Tampa, uh, for a lot of damn Miami, you just know a Florida bitch when you see one. Yeah, it's all the same like, level of crazy. Yeah, we got. Yeah. <laughs> we all got that Florida. We got that. It's Florida water. That's what we call it. So that's why people kind of just assume like when we say Florida, you're like oh you from Miami. Mm-hmm. What was life like for you in Bridgeport, Connecticut, before you moved to Florida? Um, I was young. I moved. I moved away from Bridgeport when I was going to the fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So, um, being living up north and then going trans, um, going to Florida, it was different because up north I grew up like, um, you know, we don't speak to people that we don't know. We don't have southern hospitality up here. Mm-hmm. You don't really You're hold right. doors for people and shit like that. And and then. I grew up in New York too. Mm-hmm. Um, me, I well, I live in the Spanish part of Harlem. My godmother uh, lived in the Bronx growing up, so I grew up in like New York and shit too, which I had got like 
robbed. I was like 11. You got and, robbed at 11? In New York, yeah. Like the dude, um, t- I remember I had like a razor. He took my cell phone, took all the money in my pocket, all that. So I grew uh, up like I seen. an 11 year old. That's insane. This is, come on, you grew up in Brooklyn, ye. Yeah, like Stop. I'm saying, we, I was in New York. I used to, I used to come um, see me Miawella um, in the summertime. And so I was walking, I think, to like um, Mithia house, up, like up the road, up the block. Why you act like we know who Mathia is? Mathia, he's speaking Spanish. Tia, auntie. Oh, auntie. Oh, auntie. Yeah. Okay. Abuela. Tia. Abuela is grandma in Spanish. Got you. So, my bad. Who is Mathia? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like, um, well, when you go down south, it's so much different. Like, you go down south, um, it's yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Right. I didn't, we didn't, ha- we, we didn't have to, I didn't have to do that growing up. Like, right. Down south, um, <clears throat> yes, ma'am, no, ma'am is like a respect thing. That's right. Up here, we just say maybe yes or no. Like, I, I remember being a kid, like, my mom be like, don't say yeah to me, but I never had to say yes, ma'am, no, sir. Um, like, people, people miss, like, we might be like, oh, that's Miss Nick on the camera. Yeah. Right. You know, or um, holding doors for people. Uh, we riding by people, beeping their horn, waving at you. I'm like, who the f- is then why y'all talking to me? Yeah. And down south we say cuz. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Ma, I go to school, they be like, What's up, cuz? I'm not nobody <laughs> cuz. I do not know y'all. So it's like it's totally, um, it's totally different. Mm. Do you feel like now, because we have an expectation when we see Saucy Santana, like you gotta be done up because we're so used to seeing you like that. Uh-huh. And then you're always very like over the top. You know, just fun. Do you feel like you have to live up to that every time people see you now? Um, I don't. Um, I still just have in my head that um, I'm human like everybody else. I'm not a fucking robot or, you know. So it's like I have my days where you might catch me at the gas station looking bummy. I don't got no haircut. Lashes need a refill. Bitch, I need a pedicure. I'm not taking a picture today. Like, <laughs> I just came to get a blunt. or You know what I'm saying? I came to get some gas or something. Like, So I still pride myself in just making sure that I don't let nobody make me feel like, you know, like I'm not a person. Mm-hmm. Right. And you always knew you wanted to rap? No, okay. never, ever. I, I always, th- I always laughed at people when they was like, "I'm gonna be a rapper." I grew up. My cousins used to, um, used to rap. I grew up with, um, boys in school. Used to rap. I used to be like, "Get the f- out of here, bitch! You ain't gonna be no rapper." Like that's not a, <laughs> that's not a thing. It's not a viable job. <laughs> yeah, and so I, but I feel like now how time has changed. Um, I blew up off SoundCloud. City Girls blew up off SoundCloud. But back then, when I was a kid, that was not that. Like right. you couldn't drop no f- SoundCloud song and nah. be like. Oh, yeah, you finna get a you career and your shit finna go. Like, yeah, you needed all of that. So what was the first one? Was it Walk? Was Walk the thing that took off? No, no Walk Em Like a Dog was Walk my first like song. Walk Like a Dog. 2019. Okay. Um, I put it on SoundCloud. It did a million plays in a week. Wow. Why do you think people latched on to that so quickly? Because um, it was relatable. I grew up around a lot of girls. My mama, my girl cousins. I just grew up around girls. So I seen all of the things that women dealt with with and, um, you know, I just put it in a the song. Then me being gay, me being like, I know the shit that, you know what I'm saying, you going through in a relationship with me. And so it was just like, I was like, shit, fuck it, I'm going to make something that, because I had, my initial thing was I had to do um, a freestyle to Tatiana at the time mm-hmm. um, by Blueface. Mm-hmm. And it had, uh, it had like, started going viral in, like, in Tallahassee in the city. People wanted me to come to the club. They were playing it at the moon. Um, we in Quincy, they playing a song. The so moon. Wow. <laughs> I'm on the Tallahassee so, DJ um, Demp. <laughs> so um yeah DJ Demp. So um I was like okay like I got some little motion going on. Let me make a real. Initially I thought I was gonna make a song that all the girls was gonna like and I was gonna be able to just go to the club and get a little thousand dollars or something to you know do the song. Once I put Welcome Like a Dog out and um 
and it did that many plays in a week. Like, you know, people started paying attention and people started calling like, yo, like, you know, what's up? And then even after that, a lot of people don't know, Material Girl was my second song. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't it just that. blew up uh, the end of last year on TikTok. But I did Material Girl in 2019. Jeez, everybody loves that song. Material Girl, is that the one that Z-Way uses in her new promo or that's something else? Yep, yep, I just seen it yesterday. Okay, okay. It's a TV show, right? She had on pink or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my song. You had to clear that, right? Yeah, but you know, that go through all the labels and all that shit right there, but I don't don't be in all all them conversations. I be somewhere on tour or something. So which one is Walk? The Walk, let me see. Walk. Walk, that's my song too. that came later. That came later. Walk was 2020. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, That's when I first noticed. Wait, so, yeah. when, so you were still doing makeup during this time, like when Welcome Like a Dog came out? Yep. Okay. And then once once Welcome Like a Dog came out and the song was so big and I was getting booked at clubs three times out of the week, I didn't have time for makeup no more. Mm-hmm. And rap money is different. Than, um, makeup money. Makeup Who were some money. of your clients when you were doing makeup? Um, like? Only celebrity clients I had was, I had did Angela Rye. Um, and I and I was doing City Girls. Okay. And then all the rest of my clients was um, just people in the city. Angela Rye ain't never told me that. Angela Rye. Mm-hmm. She wow. Had, <laughs> she came to FAMU for uh, some kind of seminar. And I had did her makeup, but she had brought me um, backstage with her. It was did, one time. Did she realize it was you now, like in retrospect? That's what I want to know. know. I, I, I haven't seen her since. She might not know. I have no. I, I, she got to because my, my makeup name was Santana on the Beat. <laughs> on the beat that's hard no, my nigga name was Santana on the beat and then when I first started rapping I was still going by Santana on the beat but Saucy Santana sounded more like a rap name that sounds like an, that's an amazing name like, Santana on the beat cause you know like beat your face alright we got more with Saucy Santana when we come back it's the Breakfast Club good morning morning everybody it's DJ Envy Angela Yee Charlamagne the guy we are the Breakfast Club we're still kicking it with Saucy Santana yeah. I love Saucy Santana. Yeah. Like that name just go. How did yeah. you come up with Saucy? Um, my cousin gave me the name Saucy. Santana came for more so my trap days. I had it was another boy out there. Um, his name was Rico Montana. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, you Montana, I'm gonna be Santana. <laughs> and um my first name was Sissy Santana. <laughs> and I um like that. and I didn't I, and yeah. so I was like, I always kind of was popular. Mm-hmm. So people knew me from our Facebook and one day, this girl see me. She was like, hey, Sissy. And I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? And she was like, mm, from Facebook. And I was like, oh. Yeah, you I said, Ma, you got to say the whole name. You yeah, 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 yeah. You got to say Sissy Santana. So I was like, I got to figure well, I gotta figure something out with that. Why that. would you take that name knowing that what, the, what people know, mean by Sissy? For me, it was a name that was together. So right. it was kind of me, me embrace being gay, but... Put it, put the whole, say the whole name. You get, it was, it yeah. was kind of like a thing for me, like, like that, like how we say Meg the Stallion. Like it was a whole yeah, one yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. So when she had broken down, and just did, I was like, oh, I gotta switch that. Just like now, people don't. Some people, everybody don't say Saucy Santana. Some people say Santana. Some people say Saucy. Mm-hmm. So my cousin gave me the name Saucy. We was finna go to the club one night. She was like, you'll be dripped out, like you be having that. <laughs> on. You be saucy. And I was like, I like that. I, like I said, yeah, I'm gonna replace the sissy. We're going to play some sissy yeah, with sassy. Because you don't strike a, me as a sissy. You strike me as a type that can fight. Yeah. There's a sissy oh, Nobi in New Orleans, too. Yeah, but see, and people call him sissy Nobi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to say the whole name. You don't just call him sissy. You say sissy Nobi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can fight. I guess The last thing you had to drag somebody. Um, It's been a while. It's been a while. I, I, I People don't play with me. Um, I ain't have to fight since, like, when I first moved to Atlanta, like, in 2020. That was two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> but that's, that but that's a, that's a long a time for me. Because before, like, before being famous, like, 
I was wild. Why? Because you was a, a, a gay and people used to try you. Yeah, or? I think I think I think I, I always I always felt like that too. Cause I never I never grew up fighting girls, um, and I never grew up fighting gay boys. I always fought boys. Mm. Um, throughout high school, going through shit with my homegirls, they try them. I'm the one that got to fight the boyfriend, mm. or you know, I disrespect my homegirls. We outside, bitch. Now I'm out. I'm outside. Like, hey, tell bro, come out. So, I just I know a lot of people that know me before being famous is like, yo, that bitch was a hothead. Like, <laughs> I was always in it. So for me, for two years and not have to let be nowhere I go, everywhere my, with my security, and I just carry myself like a celebrity. Um, that's a long time for me, two years. Mm -hmm. And so since you really started kind of blowing up, like at the end of 2019, and then the pandemic hit, how did that affect you? The pandemic had a bit shook. I had just came out with me and Lotto had just dropped our song Up and Down. Mm. Um, and Lotto was bubbling at the time. She already had Bitch from the South, so she was finna, you know what I'm saying, go. And we had dropped our song Up and Down, and then the pandemic came, and I'm like, wait, what the f*** are we supposed to do? So now all of us was on Instagram selling promo. Mm -hmm. And all kind of shit. I was like, I don't know what the f*** about to happen, man. This too early in my career for the world to be talking about. It's shutting down and like, <laughs> what? Like, huh? I couldn't go to the studio. It was nothing. It was nothing to do. I, I can't get booked for no shows. And at the time, you know, we make a lot of money off shows and stuff like that. So I was like, I ain't know what was going on. So what did, how did you make money during that time? All of us was on Instagram. You want to promote promoting people, <laughs> businesses. We was doing everything like, you know, I was thinking about getting back in the field, but I was like, I really want to be a rapper, so I don't want to go, you know, back to that. I stopped doing, you know what I'm saying, trapping this for a reason, but we just, I had to make that work off just, you know what I'm saying. Really, only only thing I remember was we had Instagram, mm -hmm. getting on Instagram, you selling shit, promoting shit. Lives too. Mm -hmm. But that ain't make me no money. <laughs> but it does bring attention. Which yeah, does, it brought attention. Which it brought does get you followers. Yeah. yeah. So you got to look at it like that. It yeah. might not be like being on his live got me money, but it did get me a bunch more followers because people did affiliate you a lot with the friendship that you guys mm -hmm. had too. But if it don't translate into dollars, it don't really make much sense. Nope. <laughs> I know a bitch. I know bitches with five million followers and five dollars. But <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody not working. Uh, yeah, you got to know how smart. to work. That's what I'm saying. You got to know how to work it. <laughs> now you you still sort of a hothead though. I saw, we saw you throw a bottle at Lotto's DJ mm -hmm. while on stage. Why why that happen? Apparently on tour it was prank day. I don't. That, this is my first tour, mm -hmm. so I'm not familiar with it being a prank day or whatever that whatever the case is with that. So for me, it was like um, I don't play when it comes to rap. I don't play when it comes to performing, and I feel like um, it could be my own insecurity. I don't know how other people look at it, but I feel like I already have a big personality. People know me for the lives with Young Miami and just being funny and that's just my personality I've always been like that um, I want people to respect me and take me serious as a rapper first before anything I don't want you to feel like you could play with me um, and I don't like gimmicks I feel like I've gotten as far as I am because I've been authentically myself mm -hmm. so for me to be performing Welcome Like a Dog and you bring chihuahuas out I was offended and first of all I'm a gangster bitch you should have brought Rockwallers out there okay okay uh, 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 some <laughs> don't bring no mother Paris Hilton dog on stage. How many was it? It was two of them. It's and I just kind of looked. Was I was like, but that just gave me gimmicky. Like, I wouldn't have did that. Yeah, like, because yeah, people yeah. thought you did it. Yeah, because I, I I performed well. I, mm -hmm. That's all I got on tour. Like, yo, you put on a fucking show. Like, you'll be doing your shit. I don't need, I don't need nobody bringing no dogs out. Like, I just thought 
We 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 at work. We on tour. We professionals. When you DJing, I ain't coming out here doing no crazy shit during your set. Um, I'm not sending nobody else, you know, anywhere. And I want to clear up that, it, um, because I seen a lot of people was talking shit like it was Lotto. Lotto, she backstage preparing hair, wig changes, all that. So it wasn't necessarily a a a, a thing like oh, it was Lotto fault. My thing is y'all doing a prank day and y'all pranked everybody except Lotto. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like you know. That just made me. That just made me feel like you don't take me serious as an artist. Mm. Cause who the f is you to come out with some dogs while I'm performing? I can see if it was like fans. rehearsal, not during the actual show. Yeah, and then we a lot of that. We in Florida, where the f I'm from. That was the only <laughs> show in Florida. And y'all come out here on bull like don't play with me. So bitch, if you want to be funny, I'm gonna be mother hilarious. So pray for over. <laughs> so never again. Never again. I think, and I think, like you know, I'm still cool. I'm still cool with them. Like you know, we are a gang or whatever. I just think it was a thing where you overstepped, you know, boundaries. And I feel like I had already said numerous times on tour because they had just did it to Cali right mm -hmm. before me. They had TP her set, mm -hmm. right? And I was like, hey, I don't know what y'all doing out there. Don't play with me. How did Cali take that? I'm pretty sure, like I know she was embarrassed. That's embarrassing. Right. Yeah, I don't know if that's the place to do that kind yeah. of prank because y'all are on stage doing y'all job. In front of people, yeah. You're doing your job. That's embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just not a good look for nobody. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I just think I don't know. It was it was it was it was childish. And you how know, did he take it when you threw the bottle at him? Was he upset? I don't know. He just was like, uh -huh. yeah. What? What you going to do? I yeah. wanted you to be upset. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your relationship with Lado now? That's my sister. All right, well, Saucy Santana's here. Let's get into his joint, Walking Like a Dog. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. If it's baby mama, I can pay and walk him like a dog. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Saucy Santana. Yee. Now, as you get ready for an, uh, another album, right, because you've definitely already put out some banging-ass singles mm -hmm. and had some great collabs, what do you do to step it up now for the next album? Um, So the next album, I think, uh, was stepping up. I feel like now being signed to a major label. Um, so you are signed to a major label now? Mm-hmm. Has this been announced yet? No. Okay. It's right here. What On label? the mother breakfast club. Who is it? RCA. Hey. Okay, congratulations. Okay. We got a bottle to pop or something. Okay, that's what I'm talking we about. We got a bottle in here. You, you can't ask if there's a bottle yet. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to announce that. Yeah, I'm officially sat. Um, Can we get a bottle from somewhere or somebody? I think it's some ace in the back. Yeah, ace in the back. What that check look like, though? <laughs> you see it. So, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I feel like that was the only thing that was stopping me, kind of. Um, I feel like I didn't have that complete back in what a major you know label could do and i feel like i can't i did i did i put in a lot of work and i worked really hard um being an independent artist but i feel like now with that major backing and i could you know clear these certain samples i could get this radio mm -hmm. going you know what i'm saying i could get these bigger artists like it's up because don't, being, being, don't let them stop what you already was doing though. no and that's why i went with them because i had I, people had to understand Everything that I have done, um, I was previously signed a stream cut. Um, but everything that I've done, it was it has been with the backing of you know my team, of course. But it's been Santana. Right. When it comes down to TikTok dances, it's me. When it comes down to videos, I'm telling them how with my videos. When it comes down to what songs are coming out, I was doing that. When it comes down to writing my music, I was writing songs top to bottom, chorus, verse, all that. So it was like I had to let them know that I need somebody that understands Santana but wants to help elevate and push Santana to the forefront. Mm -hmm. 
You can't change me because I already my fans already fell in love authentically with who I am. And you have great relationships with people already. Yes, everybody loves Santana for Santana. So it can't be a thing where you we you know you, I don't, I sign they like okay we want you to be like this so we want you to do this. People is gone. People love real shit, real relatable. Shit. Mm -hmm. When you start seeing stuff look corny or gimmicky, kind of you know you can read that. Right. And I didn't and I didn't want to be that artist. I'm just like bitch. All I just need is that mother push <laughs> that machine and it's up. But they but you know what's so interesting is. Clearly, they understand that you got a buzz. Mm -hmm. Clearly, they understand you're doing your thing because you don't see them taking no chances on no openly gay man in hip-hop. <laughs> you know Nobody what I'm saying? Has. So that's clearly and, because and before of your, I, before what you're I doing. went with them, everybody was calling. And so I'm like, you know, it took time. I mean, it's quick for some people. I've only been rapping for two and a half years, but I had to put in a lot of fucking work. In, in them two years, I put out like five projects. Mm-hmm. Well, Steady pushing out music because I just felt like, bitch, I just he, need to keep pushing out and something gonna hit. Mm -hmm. Something gonna hit. Something gonna hit. So I was lucky to keep, you know, having, you know, momentum and motion and like that. But I feel like now that I got that fucking machine, it's on the flow. Did you ever feel any obstacles as a as a gay man in hip hop? Um, for sure. Um, you go through like you know you said, nobody not taking chances on it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then people kind of looking at you, not knowing me. But just knowing, looking at what you see, so people are reserved, like, uh, the lashes, beard, nails, I don't know. I don't know, you know, how he is, you know, what he got going on. Um, different things like that. People scared to back it up because they feeling like, is this marketable? Can he sell? Um, mm -hmm. Is it just a gimmick? Did he just have a viral song? How long you gonna do this? So I had to show people, like, here go walk him like a dog. Here go material girl. Here go, here we go. Here go walk like here go Shisha with City Girls. Mm -hmm. Here go up and down with Lotto. Now I got a song coming out with Nas. I was independent still when I did a song with Lil Nas. So it's like oh, oh little Nas. <laughs> you said Nas. I was like Nas. Nas. No, Nas. Lil Nas X. Okay. <laughs> um. So it's like I had to. I had to. I had to show people like it's it, it don't stop. And Young Boy on that record too, right? Not not with me. Okay. Okay. Him, okay. I think him and Young Boy got a a, a separate record. I can't confirm. Oh, it. Okay. I can't okay, confirm. Okay. Me, Lil Nas. Um. So it's just me and him on the song. But you know, I had to I had to I had to work. Right. And I had to keep my emotion. I had to let people know like, oh, he ain't you know, we you know, we see that all the time. A song go viral on TikTok or type and then you know, it goes see away the, and that's that, it. It go away and that's it. Now Sassy, you know it. you know now as your star is continuing to rise, mm -hmm. you can't be a thought no more. Okay, so You a thought? No, my thought day's been over. Okay, good. I just wanna make sure since my when, thought day's been over. My thought day's been over since like <laughs> <laughs> like 2020 okay but I thought that was over like you know once I just started getting once you just started getting uh, reaching a certain amount of stardom and fame like you can't do right. all that because people is weird as fuck so it's like you know what I'm saying I just be chilling so what are the rules for somebody that wants to get with Saucy Santana um it ain't, I don't know like you know spin a bag um <laughs> <laughs> period no groupie <laughs> I don't like I don't like I don't like you know for nobody to for it to feel like, of course you could be a a fan of something, or you you could you know fuck with the movement of my music, but when it just start getting like kind of fanned out, you know, type of shit, like you know, that 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 scared me. What's I your worry best about first that. date ever? The strip club. What? That's your best first date ever? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the strip club. We got to the strip club. You know, we get our bottles, and I need to see how much money you finna throw. All right, so what's a good amount? Because me, one thing, one thing about me in a strip club, 
the my minimum gonna be like five thousand. Okay, that's a lot. My max will probably be like you know ten thousand. That's a tax write off. That's a good. That's a good night in the script club. Bitch, I'm at the tax. All right, now close everything, bitch. All these outfits are rich for poor <laughs> man. You can only wear them one time, but I'm going right, write it off. <laughs> but you know, um, I love scrippers. I love BBLs. I love weave. Like them hoes is bad. Like they raw. So like you know, it's just fun. Like them hoes throwing, ass, but you want a temple. Like there was a rumor you had got a BBL. Yeah, I did. Okay. Like in 2020. Okay, okay. I need another one. No. <laughs> people always, so how was that for you? Because some people say that's like the most painful surgery. Nah, a BBL, surgery that shit is nothing. The BBL is, is easy. You go get surgery. You can't sit at your ass for a couple of weeks, but that shit is easy. That shit don't hurt. Um, you just have to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So for me, every day outside, drinking Casamigos, <laughs> eating, crazy. eating lamb chops, every mother day, <laughs> all that. In two years, you look down, you be like, <laughs> hey, this ain't the body. This ain't the same body from two years ago. <laughs> so, you know, I know uh, every girl I know that had surgery, they had surgery 50 times. Oh, damn. So what's yeah. the what's the maintenance of it? You supposed to work out or something? Like, you know, the maintenance, you got to, you know, wear your faha, get your massages. Of course, work out, eat better. You're supposed to do everything, like, to maintain it. And we mm-hmm. don't. We go get our body done and be like, ah, I got a perfect body now. I'm still going to do what the I want to do. And then a year or two later, you be like, Damn, my stomach's starting back pudgy. I'm starting to get them back rows again. Yeah, bitch, because you ain't did sh-. I want you to meet somebody, uh, Saucy. Let him in. This is Art. He's a young and here at the radio station. What's up? He really enjoys Why your you twerk videos. Because Art told you. You're the f- out. I'm not lying. I'm dead serious. Art enjoys your twerk videos. He actually said to the room, he was like, y'all don't be watching Saucy Santana twerk videos? <laughs> you enjoy them? Entertainment. I thought it was funny. Oh, uh, okay. Like, what part you like? Mm. What? Like, what's your favorite move? Put like, show us. Put him on the mic, Brandon. What's my favorite move? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to twerk. No, no, you don't got to twerk behind Just describe it. <laughs> Anyone can twerk. You don't have to have any. You know any. You oh. Hey. 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 Okay. All right, Art. Right, All right, thank you. All right. <laughs> Gatto and Mallow hit a cigarette. Big booty shit like Jello. Look at okay. you. You got straight men twerking. <laughs> Saucy Yo, Santana. Shout out to Charlamagne the guy for real. That man probably didn't know he was coming here for. No, he didn't. He but did. he said that earlier. I said, oh, shit, I forgot about Art. I thought she was calling, I was like, I, I thought she was calling Travis. No, because Art told the whole room. Art was like, yo. I didn't hear that. Yes. So he's straight, though. As far as we know, yeah, but yeah. Like, yeah. Said, like he said, it's entertaining. You just gotta respect, it. and that's what, and that's what, like you know, that's what I love about me. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like now I'm, and now I'm to a place in my career where n- ain't scared to be like, yo, I f- with the music that's or right. I f- with the vibe right, or just right. anything. You could be a straight, n- but you f- like, you know, what I'm saying that's one thing I take pride in. I feel like a hit is undeniable, mm-hmm. uh, music is undeniable, or uh, just star quality, star power is undeniable. So regardless if you are like if you a man, a woman, white, Puerto Rican, polka dot, if it's if if it's enjoyable, you fuck with it, you fuck with it. That's, That's right. right. Thank you, young gummy. Okay. <laughs> 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 Saucy Santana, thank you for coming, man. Thank y'all. I appreciate y'all for having me. It's the breakfast. I'm club. coming back. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue.
Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. You had a good time with Saucy, huh? Yes, I love Saucy. Saucy's a good time. Saucy's a good time. Did you did you drop it lower? Nah, I didn't drop nothing for Saucy. Drop on the clues bottle for Saucy Santana. They'll sign the RCA records. Yeah, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Announced to it Saucy here. Santana. He just signed a major label deal, so nice. congratulations. Yeah, he's gonna be back. Ba- I think he's, he's gonna be back in a few weeks to uh release his single, single here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said he got a, a summer smash. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Serena. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee. <laughs> Well, congratulations to Serena Williams. Nike just honored her with a building. She posted on Instagram, when I was just a kid, I visited the Nike campus and I saw the athletes get buildings. After that visit, I knew I wanted two things, to be a Nike athlete and to have a building. She said that it is beyond an honor and that she had chill bumps from seeing the results of her blood, sweat, and many tears and many trophies. So congratulations. That's really dope. That is dope. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the picture of the building? I no, haven't not. seen it. I haven't seen it yet. She's standing there, says Serena outside all big. I mean, it's really dope. So congratulations to Serena we're, Williams. We're well deserved. Clue. Yeah, dropping a clue bomb. Yeah, well deserved. I mean, well deserved is an understatement. I don't know what, how you honor somebody like Serena, but that's a start. Mm-hmm. All right. Tyra Banks is executive producing a teen drag series for Discovery+. Plus. It's called Generation Drag. It'll follow five teens and their families as they anticipate their biggest drag performance at Dragutante. So is it, you mean drag like drag queen in or racing? Which one? Drag, drag queen. queen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, as they perform for their um, Dragutante, it's a drag show designed as a platform for LGBTQ plus teens to be able to express themselves. There'll be six okay. episodes of that series that starts on June 1st. And what network? Uh, Discovery Plus. Okay. All right, Willow Smith. Let's talk about what she had to say about her mom, Jada Pinkett Smith. She said she had to forgive her for dismissing her anxiety. Here's what Willow Smith had to say about it. I think my anxiety used to trigger you. It did. Yeah. Like, and you would just be like, no. Like, I'd be like, what, what I can't is this? look at this. But yeah. What would anxiety look like for you? Just like, like on the floor, tears, shaking, screaming, yeah. confused, angry. Stomping, like, and I'd be like, hey. Yeah. But I think in our world, I almost saw it as a weakness. Yeah. You know, like we just couldn't afford to be anxious. Mm. And that's the, the crazy thing about it is if your kid does that, the first thing you do is like, get your ass up off the floor. Stop acting out, but 
they could have anxiety. And this generation also has way more language and knowledge in regards to mental health issues than previous generations. I Correct. say it all the time. This generation is the generation that has the luxury of healing. Mm-hmm. The, gen- the generations before that did mm-hmm. not have the luxury of healing. They had to get it. I, c- I couldn't imagine laying on the floor stomping and crying and banging the floor. You definitely did that. You was the only light-skinned no, child. No, There was no way in hell my mother and father would allow me. They had to pick me up with my ass. All right, you well, do here, that now. Here's what Jada Pickett-Smith no, had to say about not knowing about anxiety, her daughter having anxiety. I used to chew my fingernails oh, down to... Bless your heart. Yeah, and cuticles all Even when I was little. She did too. Yeah, did too I, I, I'll still go at them a little bit, mm-hmm. but I, you, they didn't say that that was anxiety. Right. Oh, my God. I was a nail biter. Right. That's right. it, right? I never identified it and as an anxiety. One thing I would say in having to deal with and learn about her anxiety, I've had to look at some of my own behaviors and then behaviors of my mother and go, well, of course I probably would have some anxiety in regards to how I grew up. It was very difficult. Mm. Listen, we all learning. Like I said, it's the generation that has the luxury of healing, so don't take that luxury for granted. And I promise you, this generation is teaching the generations before them about a bunch of issues that they didn't know that they had. You know what I mean? It's the generations before us had a whole bunch of trauma that they never dealt with that hopefully they're dealing with now. But, so. but my question is, it seems like from all these conversations, everybody has some type of anxiety. And if everybody has some type of anxiety, how does everybody deal with it? By going to get help, by talking to therapists, by talking to counselors, by having these conversations. That's the only way you, you know... Um, Number one, eradicate the stigma, but yeah, encourage people to get help. And it, I, you know, folks say now like, oh, I think people are faking it. No, I think people are just more comfortable having the conversations about it. And I think people actually know what it is that they're dealing with now. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Who are you giving that down to, Charlamagne? Man, four after the hour. Let's talk pizza, pizza. Let's talk nigger niggers. Let's talk cracker crackers. We'll discuss four after the hour, man. This young woman, she's not young at all, by the way. She's 70 plus years old. Her name is Rachel Sherman. She needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with her. All right, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, and don't forget. Hey, wait, wait, man. And up after that is Ask Ye. If you have relationship questions or any type of questions, get on the phone lines right now. She'll help you out with all your problems. 800-585-1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Finding Tamika from Kevin Hart, myself, Charlemagne the God, and Queen Erica Alexander and Color Farm Media. This series focuses on missing black women and the system that ignores them. Sign up for a free 30-day audible trial at audible.com slash breakfast. WWPR FMHD1 New York. And iHeart Radio Station. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. Yeehaw. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Mm-hmm. I'm a big boy. I can take it. If he feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny sweet <laughs> say out his mouth. Just because I say something you may not agree with doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donkey. Donk, 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 donk. Donkey of the Day right there. <laughs> the, the Breakfast Club, bitches. You can call me the Donkey of the Day, but like, I mean no harm. He means no harm. Donkey of the Day for Thursday, April 28th goes to an Oklahoma woman named Rachel Shoreman, I think I'm pronouncing her last name right. Uh, Rachel Shoreman is a racist. Okay, not surprising. I mean, this is America. But what I find comical about racism in America is how, when, and why these racist folks choose to show their racist asses. Okay, see, there's so many covert racists out here. The covert ones are the most deadly because those are the ones usually in positions of power who can impact you in ways that we feel but can't see. 
Okay, those covert racists are the ones who are in positions of power in the healthcare industry, the judicial system, corporate America. Covert racists can deny us everything from employment to justice, all right? They don't have to call you a nigga. They just silently treat you like one. But then you have overt racists like Rachel Shoreman who have to resort to using racial slurs because they don't have power anywhere else, okay? They really don't have power with the slurs either, but they really think they be hurting folks with certain words. And I'm not going to act like they don't. Okay. Everybody's different. Some people subscribe to sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Some folks subscribe to pain from words has left its scar on minds and hearts. That's tender cuts and bruises now have healed, but it's words that I remember. Okay. I would never tell someone not to care about racial slurs. Oftentimes words hurt, especially if you believe them, okay? When you believe them, they can destroy you in a real way. Well, Rachel ran into someone who she called a nigger, all right? And that young God knew he wasn't a nigger. So when she decided she couldn't hurt him with words, she attempted other measures. Now, once again, the how, when, and why of when folks choose to show their racist asses is what makes this comical. Uh, what's the news report, Eddie? Uh, Eddie! He can't hit me. They can't hit you. Let's go to the news report, please. Rachel Schuberman facing charges. This video showing her slapping a 17-year-old Little Caesars employee in Enid after ordering two pizzas and crazy bread. They didn't have any of the crazy bread. She just kind of went foul about the whole issue. Attorney Ronald Skip Kelly says the 71-year-old drove up to the window and started calling his client racial slurs. She proceeds to, to call him the N-word. She don't just call him the N-word, she prefaces with you effing in person. Then, documents show Schuerman asked the teen, quote, did that hurt you? When the 17-year-old said no, she got out of the car and slapped him across the face. You know, if that didn't hurt you, then I'll slap you and see if that hurts you. This young man did the best that he could do to control himself. Two weeks later, the 71-year-old charged with a malicious harassment based upon race charge. That charge carries more weight than a standard assault. That was KFOR, KFOR News. Uh, come on, man. Cracker Cracker wanted pizza pizza and Crazy Cracker lost it because there was no crazy break. Now she called him the N-word and then asked him, did that hurt you? Could you play that part again? Play that one part again. Schuerman asked the teen, quote, did that hurt you? When the 17-year-old said no, she got out of the car and slapped him across the face. Whoa, Grandma. What you doing, Grandma? The teen replied no. In my mind, he was channeling dramatic actors like Viola Davis, Angela Bassett, Denzel Washington, with a slight African accent. Think Chadwick Boseman and Black Panther. So after he gets called the N-word, he looks up, eyes watering, sweat on his forehead, nose running slightly, fist clenched. She calls him nigga, and he sticks his chest out, back straight, and replies, no. Listen, the only thing I wish is that we got to, you know, we got we got to stop this high road stuff. OK, I know. I know. Michelle Obama said when they go low, we go high. And Uncle Charlotte used to say when they go low, you take it to the floor with them. Scrub the devil damn ground. But here's the reality. Sometimes when they go low, you don't got to go high. OK, but you can go medium. All right. But I also believe in giving folks the same energy they give me. So if I'm working at Little Caesars and you come for pizza, pizza and you call me nigga, nigga, trust me, you may not get the crazy bread because we don't have any. But you're going to get these crazy crackers. You're going to get a Samuel L. Jackson level tongue lashing. OK, every white racial slur I can think of, I'm delivering. Even if I'm not in a car, I would act like I'm honking a horn just to call you a honky. OK, a colonizer. This woman wanted to hurt this black man. Mm. 
That's a dangerous level of racism. Calling you an N-word ain't enough. It wasn't enough for her. So I had to get out my car and slap you? This is also one of those times when women got to protect men. Okay, black women, this is when y'all got to protect black men because this young brother couldn't put hands on this 71-year-old woman. But one of y'all could have, all right? Slap for a slap, nothing crazy. That is what I call fair and returning the energy you gave me, okay? And in my book, that's what I call going medium, all right? Now, this woman, Rachel, is charged with uh, malicious harassment, uh, and she might get 90 days, okay, and a fine of $1,000. If you ask me, she earned every bit of it. That actually might not even be enough of a punishment. Not at all. Because there's malicious intent. Mm -hmm. All right. And she wanted to hurt him. Calling him the N-word wasn't enough. She got out of his car and slapped him. How traumatized is this young man? She had to do a bucket of tomato sauce in the car. This is when y'all supposed to be traumatized. Y'all got traumatized watching Will Smith, you know, slap Chris Rock at the Oscars. Yes. Okay. I'm traumatized traumatized by this situation right here, right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can Kathy Griffin handle my white work? I mean, light work? Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. Chelsea Handler want in on this? Hee-haw, hee-haw. That is way too much Dan mayonnaise. Now, Chris Rock, now, I know you don't like to see people get slapped. I know you got something to say. Cracker-ass cracker. Now, who, 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 who got my girl in there? My girl in Oh, give me my girl. Let me hit my girl. Hit it one more time. Oh my goodness. That's what I'm talking about. All right. That's what I'm talking about right there. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Yes, indeed. All right. Ask Ye is next. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Ye right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice? Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Stacy, how are you today? Hey, Stacy, how you feeling? What's your question? My question is, I've been with my spouse for 25 years. We separated for 11 months, and he got with somebody else. But so we got back together. And he still was going back and forth with her. But now he takes pictures part-time. So he's going to a party Saturday, and he's saying, oh, he's going to be taking pictures, posting it on his Facebook page, and the girl might be in the pictures. So I have a problem with that. It's making me feel uncomfortable. So I said to him, how would you feel if I was in a group picture with my ex or somebody that wanted to get with me? Oh, I wouldn't have a problem with that because... I'll go by what you're saying that you're not with the person. I'm trying to, Stacey, I'm trying to understand. So you guys were together, your spouse, right, for over 20 years. You broke up for 11 months. He started seeing somebody else, but he still is back and forth? Yeah, I believe that, yes. We together, but I, he's back and forth with this chick. Wow. Well, I mean, that sounds like a decision that you have to make. Are you going to deal with being with somebody in... You guys are kind of in an open relationship. No, because when I asked the question about, like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm going to do the pictures. He shouldn't have to explain to me who's in the pictures. So that's just saying to me that you taking pictures of her, no matter if she's in the pictures with five other people, and you know it's making me feel uncomfortable, how do you feel that that's respectful to me? Yeah, and this is something that, you know, he can easily avoid. He shouldn't even be putting himself in that position and the fact that you've expressed how you feel and he has no regard for that is not a good thing. 
Okay, and that's what I said to him. So now he's not talking. My cousin says you got to remove yourself from this. It's not healthy. Why did you guys separate? It was like a family issue, to be honest, and finding that it was making me unhappy. So the seven months that we was apart, I was finding myself and doing better with God. You know what I mean? I was loving on me. Okay. So, and I was doing good with that, and I have a child with him. So if you were doing better and loving yourself more, why did you get back together with him? Honestly, because I miss the young man. You miss him? We had something good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had something good. Okay. Before the incident with us being, you know, going through something, and it was like, you know, it wasn't good. The breakup wasn't good. Okay. But before the breakup, I'm talking about a good provider, good dad. Like, we was good traveling, doing everything. But you know how it is. You get a taste of something else, and you just lose it. He's just going wild now, and he yep, just. Yep. And uh, I have to accept the fact that, and and the taste was something different from our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So my mom said, when somebody show you who they really are, in a breakup, that's who they are. You know, so, it's, it seems to me like you feel like this relationship is worth salvaging, but he has to be willing to put in the work. And right now, it doesn't seem like he's willing to put in that work. Right. So I'm just saying, like, today I'm hurting because I have to let it go, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and look. I have a daughter, and she's looking at me saying, how much hurt you going to put up with? So I don't want her to think that that's a part of life. Right. And the people around you can see how much hurt you're going through. Uh, You know, sometimes you're in a situation and you want something so badly that you'll try to let things slide. But it is really bothering you. Yes. And I'm saying as a woman, you saying something, you know, the way somebody moves different when they act different is something wrong. So I'm like, I got to make sacrifices. All right. Well, Stacey, you need to decide what's acceptable for you and what is unacceptable. And it feels like he's doing things that you can't accept and you shouldn't. You shouldn't yeah. have to settle for those yeah. things. Thank so unless he's willing to put in the work and do what he needs to do, because you are the prize. Yes, I, um, I feel that way. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a queen. I'm well educated. Good job. You know what I'm saying? Good everything, like doing everything on my own. And he can still be a good father and provider yeah. for, yeah. you know, for your daughter. But that doesn't mean that he's going to be good for you right now. And I, I listen, maybe things will change if he sees the grass is not greener on the other side. And if he wakes up and decides to put in that work. But if he's not willing to do the things that you need him to do to earn back your trust and to show you that he loves and appreciates you and cares for you, then you can't settle for that. Yeah. And then, you know, women. And like Pastor always said, we have an intuition when we know somebody's doing something wrong to us. And you give a person a chance to tell the truth and you still lying to me in my face when I know the truth. Well, at least you know you can thrive and do amazing and love on yourself because you've been doing it during that. So I I want you to continue to do that. And if he's willing to put in that work and you feel like it's worthwhile, that's your decision to make. But if he's not, love on yourself. I needed to hear that today and I appreciate you. For all your wise, you know, wise uh, compliments that you give and your, your advice, it's really good because I need to hear that today because I am feeling down, but I know I have to be strong for myself and for my daughter mm-hmm. and know that I'm worth some somebody treating me good and with respect and not disrespecting me. All right. Absolutely. Well, Stacey, we love you, okay? I love you, too. All right. Take care. All right. We got more with you. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm going crazy.
to some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is DJ Smoke Wong, representing Milwaukee, Wisconsin. All right, what's good? What's your question for Ask Yee? Uh, yeah, I done messed up real, real, real tough in my marriage, you know, to the point, like, she she tired. Like, I'm just thinking. She done told me she was tired plenty of times, many times. I've been trying to fight for it. It's been months. She ain't buzzed. I mean... Months ain't that long if you messed up the way you said you did. How'd you mess up? Uh, I was I, I was messing with a big chick for three years. Ooh, you had a whole nother woman for three years? But it wasn't like that, though. It was more of, like, just talking and, and chopping it up. She was giving me more, like, arguing all the time at the crib. I, I felt unwanted, so... No, she was making me feel wanted. Okay, listen, but for you to tell me even, you know, it wasn't like that. It was like that. And you got to take responsibility. It was like that. How do you think she sees it? Okay, all right. So what if I said it's like that? Apologize every day. Mm -hmm. Being disrespected and all. I mean. Should I leave like she say leave or should I keep trying? First of all, imagine she cheated on you for three years. How long do you think it would take for you to get over that? You think you would even give her another chance? I mean, in the midst of them three years, I, I, you know, she ain't perfect. Sir, this has nothing to do with her being perfect or not. That's This is about you. You, you, you sound like her. I, I probably need to talk to DJ Envy. What, because you want somebody to just agree with you? No. I'm, I'm trying to help you. And obviously, if she's saying the same thing that I'm saying, right, this is you trying to come back from something you did wrong. You can't keep trying to place the blame on her. Right, but well, she did wrong. this to me. She, she put did me this. Wrong to the tenth power, though. What? But are you the one that's trying to get back with her? I'm confused. Oh yeah, I don't want. Yeah, yeah, I don't want her to leave. So why are you bringing up all. right now what she did wrong? Right now we're focused on what you need to do. If people tend to forget what they have done. But I'm confused. We're talking about what you did. Why don't you focus on that, right? Because you're trying to justify you doing things wrong by saying, "Well, she did things wrong too." Yeah, you make sense. Everybody's saying the same thing. <laughs> well, why won't you listen? I guess I have to. I guess the common denominator is me. No, but listen, and I'm not trying to, you know, down you at all or anything. What I'm saying is if you're trying to get somebody back, then you have to first acknowledge the things that you did wrong without trying to place the blame on them and say, well, I did this wrong because you did this to me. Well, don't forget you did this. Well, I've been trying to ask you for months now. Well, you've been treating me this way. Of course she is, right? And then you're still not saying, okay, I was dead wrong for what I did, no matter what you did or how I felt. There was no excuse for me to cheat on you the way that I did. And I want to figure out how to make this right and what I need to do to move forward. But you have to do that without trying to blame her for it. I said it. That comes out like arguing. That's like a defense mechanism. That's when that come out. But I I, I own up to it. I know I messed up. That's my best friend. We've been together since we were 17. I'm 41. And humble yourself. You don't have to be arguing about this. Let her speak. Sometimes you just have to let people speak, get it off their chest. If she has any questions, answer her questions. You know, this isn't about you trying to win a fight or win an argument. This is about you letting her express how she feels. And figure out she's a way so to. She's so disrespectful with that mouth. She 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 Floyd Mayweather with the mouth. It's probably gonna be like that for a little while. But if you're in it for the long haul and you're trying to That's get back not. with her, you know, you gotta just. And look, Envy would tell you when Gia was up here, it's just until until she starts to feel better, until things start to, you know, time. It will take time. I mean, it's only been a few months. It could take a couple of years. Are you willing to stick it out for for a couple of years? I, I, I'm gonna have to. 
So you might as well. So you might as well just understand that that's what it's going to be like. If this is the work that you need to put in, if this is what she needs to start to help heal on her own journey, if y'all need to get some outside help and sit down with somebody to mediate your conversations to learn how to deal with it better, if she gets mad at you and angry and all you got to do is give her a hug and tell her you love her, you got to do what you got to do. So just continue to take the disrespect and everything else if I want it. I got it. <laughs> just continue to listen to her and allow her to vent. Okay. And be so, look yeah, at it. I'm looking forward to reading that book. I'm sick yeah, of read the this book. right now for the public library. Read their book. And listen, you know, this is her way of trying to heal. And, you know, she's probably angry at herself. We feel stupid when we take somebody back after they cheated on us. And she's scared okay. you're going to do it again and again. Right, and right. it's been a three-year relationship. She's thinking she did something wrong. She's thinking that you're in love with somebody else. She's thinking it's still going on. It's not over. She's thinking you never loved her in the first place. All of those things will go through her mind. I got it. I got it. All right. Put in the work. All right. Good looking. Good looking. Hey, I love your show, too. Lip service to give you all, get a world a whole different perspective of you. <laughs> all right. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, well, that was Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way, Yee. We'll be talking about more relationships. Rob Kardashian, he says that he wasn't really in love with Black China and that their toxic relationship was not real love. All right, well, keep it locked. We got more. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that... The park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Oh, man, the man. things you learn up here. Word. Wow. I love it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk ASAP Rocky. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, TMZ has reported that law enforcement sources have told them that there was a search at ASAP Rocky's home that turned up guns and 
They are trying to figure out whether one of those guns was used to shoot a man during an argument in Hollywood. According to these law enforcement sources, detectives will run ballistic tests on the weapons to determine if ASAP Rocky was the trigger man. As we told you before, uh, ASAP Rocky and his legal team said they were shocked by his arrest and his alleged ties to that shooting. So if one of the guns seized at ASAP Rocky's home turns out to be the weapon in question, then prosecutors could move forward with charging ASAP Rocky because he has yet to be charged. Mm. All right, Rob Kardashian has taken the stand in this trial between Black China and the Kardashian-Jenner family, and he talked about their, quote, toxic relationship. He was asked why he stayed in a relationship with her after she repeatedly disrespected his family, as well as... Uh, you know, as their relationship progressed, not showing up to a baby shower, the family tried to plan negative tweets, comments on social media about the Kardashians and the Jenners, and even alleged death threats that were made to Kylie Jenner. According to Rob Kardashian, he said he was at the lowest point in his life. He said she was the one person who brought me in at my lowest point. So I ignored her bad behavior towards my family. I was very vulnerable. I wasn't thinking about that stuff. My mind was just in a completely different place. It wasn't real love. He said my child wasn't born out of spite, though. He did still love his child. It wasn't a real type of love or we'd have been married. I didn't want to be married to someone like that. It was a toxic relationship and nothing I'd want my daughter to see or how I was raised or how my father raised me. It was a toxic relationship from day one. And then he talked about the alleged fight that happened where he says that she tried to strangle him with an iPhone cord, hit him with a six foot metal rod and pointed an unloaded gun at him. A moment that she has since claimed in court was her being funny. Mm. And he told the court that this type of alleged abuse happened numerous times. That's got to suck though. And I mean, I mean for both parties, right? Cause I mean, we don't know how black China really felt about him, but the fact that they probably felt like they had to stay together just because that was where the money was at the time, doing the reality show and everything else. That's got to suck. Oh, you didn't want to look embarrassed on <clears throat> social media. And he also said he was at his lowest and most vulnerable at that time. Remember, he was, you know, having concerns about his weight. He, was he wasn't even trying time, to leave yeah. the house. Uh, he also alleged that Black China was doing drugs and drinking alcohol the night of the fight. And he told the court she tried to kill me. But didn't Black China help him lose all that weight? Like, that, I thought that was one of his motivations. Yeah, was... people did see that and say, okay, she's the one that's getting him to come out. Correct. She's helped him lose weight. Yeah, and they he... said they did a fat transfer. They took Rob's and gave it to her. Really? I mean, that was a rumor. I don't know if that was true or not. I never heard that rumor. Wow. Oh. When asked about spending Makes New Year's sense. Eve together after the fight, he responded, I have social anxiety and I gained a lot of weight. She forced me to go out of the house. I went to dinner and that was that. I wasn't happy. Going out of the house after she put a gun to my head, she put that on her Snapchat. But that to me isn't happy. That's just fake. And he said he did want to make his relationship work. He even supported Black China, with whom he shares a daughter who's now five, Dream. He said even when she repeatedly, allegedly abused him, he supported her, and he would often sleep in his car until the next morning. This is a long-ass detailed case. Long case. All these people taking the stand in this case? Yeah. Well, I she mean, still wants a redo, right? Well, uh, her testimony, because she said when they showed those nude photos, it really threw her off. I wonder if it would be just cheaper just to throw her something at this point. You know no. what I'm saying? Sometimes it ain't about the money, it's about winning. I mean, you've been in that situation, people try to do something, they try to throw... No, I, no, yeah. I, I want the truth to come out. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, they're trying, the Kardashian Jenners are trying to get this whole thing dropped and just say it's not because she did bring them to court. So, all right, now Quavo is going to be starring in a new action thriller film. It's called Takeover, and that'll be produced by Quality Control's new film branch, Quality Films, according to Deadline. So, uh, it should be pretty interesting. Quavo said in a statement, I'm really excited for this opportunity, especially shooting in my hometown of Atlanta. This film is an ideal opportunity to further delve into my craft, and I can't wait to see how the action plays out in this animated environment. 
Meanwhile, Carmelo Anthony is executive producing an animated series based on Lil Hero's NFTs. And so uh, he said, we are excited to be partnering partnering with Exile on what we believe is one of the most unique and innovative ideas for an animated series in a long time. He said, at Creative 7, we are always looking to support dynamic projects like this that are reinvigorating the traditional content landscape. It's an honor for me to be voicing one of the little heroes, and we can't wait for everyone to see what's in store for this project. All right, and Netflix has announced their summer slate and some dates and new movies that they're going to be having. Uh, Beauty, which is written by Lena Waif and also stars uh, Nisi Nash. And it's a gifted young black woman struggles to maintain her voice and identity after she's offered a lucrative recording contract. Also, Civil, that's actually a, a look at the life of Ben Crump, civil rights attorney Ben Crump. And that's directed by Nadia Hallgreen and produced by Kenya Barris. Uh, Day Shift, that is starring and executive produced by Jamie Foxx. And Snoop Dogg is starring in that as well as Megan Good. Jamie Foxx stars as a hardworking blue-collar dad who just wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted daughter. And by the way, his real source of income is hunting and killing vampires as part of an international union of vampire hunters. So those are just some new things that you can expect to see on Netflix this summer. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, um, I just want to say again, shout out to everybody that supported and purchased the book and, and got the audio book. Yesterday, we made the national bestseller list. Hey, congratulations. Very difficult list to make. And Dropping we made a clue bomb for the Casey's, damn it. So, I just want to say thank you so much for all the support. And I, we appreciate it, me and the wife appreciate it. We just want to say thank you, man. It's, it's And we've been getting all your DMs, all your texts, all, all you uh, fellas that's been hitting me. I ain't even gonna tell you. Hey. But now, they've been asking, like, a lot of fellas hit me, but, like, well, I wanna know what, what I did to make my woman start to orgasm. They that's, ask that, out. That, that's, like, that's not a conversation they should be having with you. That's a conversation they should be having with her. I know, but they, I'm oh. telling you what they DMing me. That'd be weird if those guys hit up Gia, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what but, did Emmy do? <laughs> what, do you, what do you reply back to them? Like, I can show you how to, you know, get off, as you say to them. You play too much. I, I asked well, you a question. I would like an answer. Don't dis- dismiss me like you're dismissing the people in the DM. <laughs> well, DM <Okay? laughs> Well, how about I send it to you and you, let, you can DM it back? I just want to know, how, what, what advice do you give them? I haven't given anybody advice as okay, yet. Okay, all right? Okay, okay. Goodness gracious. You make everything so awkward. I'm trying to say <laughs> thank you, everybody out there, awkward. Hush, Anyway, hush. the mix is up next, and happy birthday Bombados. to Too Short. Today is Too Short's birthday. Drop on the clues bars for Too Short, damn it. Happy birthday! And it's only right to start the mix off with Too Short. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. Make the switch to the General Insurance, and you could save over $500 on your car insurance. Imagine what you could do with that money, right? Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we got a shout to Saucy Santana for joining us this morning. Yes, love me some Saucy Santana. Congratulations on your new deal, boo. Yeah, congrats on the deal. And I, I think he's coming back up, right, to release a single? When yeah, he's single coming back up? in a few weeks uh, to release his single, his single that he's dropping for the summer, man. So salute to RCA Records. Salute mm-hmm. to my man, Jay Grant. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you, you, that's how you know Saucy Santana doing his thing in the streets because you don't see these people investing in the openly gay, man. And I know times have changed, but they ain't changed that much. So I've <laughs> right? been making some hit records, though, and he's been doing that now for like three years. So. Right. But, I, but that's my point. Well that's, deserved. Well deserved. Yeah, and absolutely. he's going to be on lip service too on Tuesday, and it's explosive. That's, okay. how, that's why I said that's why that's how you know Saucy doing his thing. You know what I mean? Because they see the buzz, they see his talent, and they right. like yo, they're investing in that. That's so, right. Salute to RCA. All right. When we come back, we got the positive notice. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Hey, I do have a positive note, man. I know this is just going to fall on deaf ears in this social media era that we live in. But I just want to tell y'all, if you didn't see it with your own eyes or hear it with your own ears, don't invent it with your small mind and share it with your big ass mouth. Okay? Okay. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host elliot connie jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner david david he is a leader he just don't want to leave me well how do you lead a woman how do you lead in a relationship like what's the blueprint david you just asked the most important question listen to family therapy on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends, 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Today. 